libertarians deal with being a libertarian? <laughs> Let's talk about that. Instead of focusing on winning arguments, we're teaching the basic fundamentals of sales and marketing and how we can use them to win in the world of politics, teaching you how to meet people where they're at on the issues they care about. Welcome to The Brian Nichols Show. Well, hey there, folks. Brian Nichols here on The Brian Nichols Show, and thank you for joining us on, of course, another fun-filled episode. I am, as always, your humble host, joining you live from our BNC studios here in lovely eastern Indiana. Don't let the upcoming recession put your company at risk, folks. Now is the time to restart your sales and marketing strategies. Figure out your value ads, all that fun stuff and more. Get some extra help by emailing me, brian at Consulting.com. All right, folks. How do we libertarians deal with being libertarians? I know that sounds like a silly question, but it's actually a very thoughtful question if uh, we go into the context of said question, which for today is uh, today is episode three of three of our restart as I get back into the swing of things here uh, as we kick things off uh, post Daddy Brian. Uh, post? Uh, this is forever Daddy Brian. <laughs> Going forward, yes, I, I had uh, the birth of my little girl here uh, just a couple of weeks ago. So obviously getting back into the swig of things, really excited to do that, but also actually kind of goes hand in hand with some of the questions we'll be addressing today, uh, which are a wrap up of the audience questions I've been getting from you guys over the past few months, frankly. And I want to take a few episodes here to go through and actually address and answer some of those questions. So if you missed part one slash part two, I guess, of those uh, setting up questions, uh, go back to Wednesday and Monday's episodes. But to kick things off today, yes, Brian, how do you deal with the stress and frustration that comes with being a libertarian in a world that is often hostile? to uh, liberty and indifferent to liberty. Uh, yeah, that can in in fact be one of the hardest things to, to deal with because at the end of the day, we understand our ideas while they make sense, while they work, they're not mainstream and your average person's a little weary. They're like, I don't know if I can trust this libertarian guy to go ahead and actually give me not just solutions to the problems I address, but actually know that those solutions will work. So they are naturally more hesitant to our ideas, but also this goes hand in hand with groupthink and the idea of wanting to be in a team, to be part of your team. It goes back to our tribal instinct of not wanting to be alone on an island where yeah, we might be right, but do we have anybody else who's on board with us? So you see more often than not, more more people want to gravitate towards those larger groups like the GOP, like the Democratic Party, or name affiliated organization here because there are people there that create the sense of community and also help validate, yeah, I'm on the right path. And frankly, libertarians, we haven't really done too good of a job at getting outside of the libertarian think tanks and libertarian group chats and actually start talking to more people to bring them into our movement. See, we spend a lot of time trying to just good idea people to death instead of realizing it's on us to bring the non-libertarians to libertarianism, not just for them to see it and say, yeah, it's a good idea. I'm going to hop on board. That's not how it works. That's not how sales works. That's not how marketing works. And at the end of the day, if we keep doing things the same way we have been doing them, yeah, we're going to get the same results. So how do I cope with the stress and frustration? Uh, well, I do this. <laughs> I try to teach libertarians how to actually go outside of our echo chambers and speak to people who, while they are not our, our you know current libertarian uh, brethren, if you will, but they're maybe on board with a lot of the stuff we're talking about. They just haven't seen the connection from 
the good idea to solving the problem and actually feeling that the libertarian solution and the libertarian community are going to be worth their time and efforts. Um, outside of that, I go to the gym <laughs> for uh, 4.30 in the morning. I'm up and I'm, I'm at the gym working out or, or doing something with regards to you know going outside for a quick jog. I firmly believe, and this goes back to something we talked about last episode, where you need to prioritize your physical health and, and your mental health for that matter. But your physical health is so important and it also helps you deal with the stresses of the world. So going to the gym, lifting weights, challenging yourself, doing cardio, whatever it may be that you need to do to get that physical stress out of your system, but also to help empower yourself to be a better version of yourself for the future. That's what I love to do. I used to weigh 385 pounds. I saw how limited my life was when I wasn't able to live and do things the way I wanted to do because my weight was holding me back. So being able to to go out and, and live a truly free lifestyle, it starts in the gym for me and it also helps deal with the stress and frustrations that we often come across in being libertarian. Um, also question, uh, follow up to this. How do you maintain your optimism and motivation? Um, huh, that's a good question. Uh, for the optimism part, I don't know. I, I try to be the change I wish to see in the world. I, I grew up in a Christian household. I grew up with the ideas of the golden rule, do unto others as you would have them do unto you. And I guess I kind of, uh, I take that a step further. It is to be the change you wish to see in the world, to be what you want to see the world become. Same idea. You want to treat others the way you want to be treated. You want to be treated fairly. You want to be treated kindly. You want to be treated as a person who has concerns, thoughts, values, ideas. The same thing is true. And we're talking about how do we change the conversation as a society. If we lead with negativity, then negativity will surround us. It's so easy to point at stuff and say, that's bad. That's wrong. We did this the incorrect way. Versus saying, you know, hey, let's build something positive. Let's stay more in the, the realm of building something different and better versus just pointing our fingers and saying this was wrong. Uh, and, and also, you know, to the motivation standpoint, seeing the success that we're having across the board. Now, it is, you know, the, the eating an elephant one bite at a time approach, but that's how it works. Revolutions don't happen overnight. They take time. I mean, not talking necessarily a bloody civil war or revolution, but rather the actual change that requires, it, it takes time for people to kind of re, re, uh, reprogram their minds, if you will, to go from what was the traditional status quo to a new solution, a new way of doing things. We talk about in the world of sales, the, the biggest competitor we have is not your actual competition, but rather the not doing anything, not making a change, embracing the status quo. If we do not go out of our way to help disrupt that status quo, then we're not going to have any success in moving forward. So actually getting people to start questioning that status quo, embracing a different way of doing things and actually seeing people do that. That's something that keeps me motivated. And we've been seeing it over the past few years, especially as we've been talking more about how do we sell our ideas here on the Brian Nichols show? How do we sell liberty to folks outside of our traditional libertarian echo chambers? That's, that's what keeps me motivated to see we are making some headway. So uh, that would be uh, the answer to that question. And now a word from our sponsors. E-A-B-L-E-S. 
Ebels. Remember that name because if you suffer from chronic joint and muscle pain like me, then Ebels Broad Spectrum CBD Oil is your answer to your prayers. Ebels is truly a game changer in the natural alternatives to big pharma drugs. And yours truly can indeed vouch for the quality of Ebels. Having a herniated disc in my back, coupled with years of sports injuries, I was struggling to find something, anything to help manage my pain. That is until Ebels. And right now, Ebels is offering a special discount to all members of the Brian Nichols Show audience on all orders. All you have to do is head to Ebels.com and use promo code TBNS. That's it. Discount applied. Again, the code is TBNS at checkout to start managing your pain today with the highest quality CBD on the market. One more time, that is code TBNS at checkout. Brian, what are some of the common mistakes and pitfalls that libertarians make when communicating with others and how can they avoid these uh, issues and improve their skills and strategies? Stop good ideaing people to death and stop leading with what you think they should be concerned about. I see this way too often, and oh man, I've had many a candidate here on my show who run with a big L next to their name. Now, for those of you who listen to the show, you've you've watched me interview quite literally hundreds of people at this point. I'm a very fair interviewer. I, I do not try to, to really poke uh, the bear too much when we're on episodes where I disagree with someone from a strategic standpoint, but rather I'm trying to find ways that we can maybe reframe just in the conversation the way that they're approaching certain situations. But I'll tell you, there have been candidates who they're running for, you know, local mayor, for example, and they're talking about like impacting the, the, the you know, the federal war over in Ukraine or the national war in Ukraine, or, you know, talking about our involvement in the Middle East or you know, just hurt stuff that doesn't really impact their role that they're running for. Like, what are we doing? Why are we spending our time addressing things that are completely out the purview of what it is that you should be focusing on as a local candidate? If you're not addressing the actual issues that your constituency needs addressed, somebody else will. And that's where we really drop the ball is that we focus, number one, way too much on trying to get people to care about the things that we care about, but then we try to good idea them to death. We, we throw this libertarian book at them or this economics book at them and say, read this and you will understand why libertarianism is the best. Great. That's that's just like if I was in a, a sales uh, a sales cycle and I was working in like a detailed, uh, you know, let's say cybersecurity solution and I'm talking to an IT director and I'm like, here, read this 14-page case study and that'll answer every question that you might have. No, no. Okay. Number one, he's probably got like three other competitors he's talking to and they're probably doing things in a different way from a value standpoint versus just trying to good idea or feature and benefit him to death. And, and that's what we've done way too often is that we think just because we are right in our ideas and that our ideas make sense from a logical and reasoning standpoint that everybody else should just jump on board, but that's not how it works. And go back to when you became a libertarian. How did you become a libertarian? Did you become a libertarian when somebody tossed that book at you from Murray Rothbard and said, read this? Or was there something that happened, some specific trigger event that got you thinking about things in a different way? I'm going to guess it's probably the latter. And if that's the case, you have now an opportunity to be that trigger event, that spark that's going to get somebody else to think about things in a different way as well. But it doesn't start with good ideaing them to death. It doesn't start with trying to feature and benefit them to death. And it certainly does not begin with you leading it with some particular issue that is a hot button issue for you, but it's not a hot button issue for them. Uh, third question, Brian, how do you balance your time and energy between your podcast and your other personal and professional commitments? How do you manage your workflow and productivity? 
Uh, well, uh, <laughs> for balancing the time and energy, uh, complete transparency and, you know, completely behind the scenes here, I'll tell you, I was having trouble there. I was getting exhausted and that's why we've done a big change here at the show. No longer are we doing five days a week. We're doing three days a week in the show. Um, also I have a little girl now in my family, so that's obviously number one priority for me, but going across the board, I'm, I, I think it's important for us to not just, you know, for me, but just across the board and Liberty movement to prioritize what is important to you in your life. But also when I'm talking about how do I go through and and balance out the energy and time, a lot of it was going through and making the time, saying, I know this has to be done. And how do I go ahead and accomplish that? But specifically talking about what is my goal? What is my mission here? Not just for the show, but Beyond beyond that, who who am I as Brian Nichols trying to create not just a change in the greater liberty movement, but also a change in my community and a change for my family? All this stuff, it, it all goes towards, we talked about earlier with our uh, a good uh, our former, I say former, our now uh, past friend, Gary Collins, great, great uh, individual. I have so many great episodes with him. Please go back and listen to uh, some of them. But he had a great conversation with me about the three-legged stool and in trying to balance your physical uh, your mental, but also your sense of purpose and your physical health, mental health, and sense of purpose, your three-legged stool. And when one of those legs is out of balance, then all of a sudden your entire life is out of balance. So how do we balance things in our life so they make more sense and specifically making sure you you carve out the time for those specific areas. Now, going into the <laughs> the balance between personal and professional, yeah, it's it was a matter of making the time, but also making sacrifices, right? And I'm at the point now where I think we've done you know 700 plus episodes of the show. There's oodles of of information and and context that you guys can go back through and listen to. But now we're taking a little bit different of approach. We're still bringing on folks to talk about you know why our ideas make sense, but more so from the solution standpoint, just as we have been, but now really taking a hard-nosed approach to building up the network of good people doing good things and and really raising up those different solutions and those different approaches. So uh, with that, you know, that's, I guess, I hope that answers the question for, you know, balancing the time and energy. It is a constant challenge and something I always have to think about, but, uh, you know, I hope that gives some context and then managing the workflow and productivity, big fan of uh, checklists. I go through, I mean, literally I have a checklist right here for my to do's kind of right there. Um, and it's important for us to, you know, I say important for us, if you're trying to get things done to, to prioritize, what is the most important thing that has to be done and only you can do. And there's other things that frankly can be done by other people or you're, it's not what you're good at outsource. Don't don't spend time trying to become good at something that you're not good at if it's not a value add for you and what you bring to the table. So I would say across the board, that's how I, I manage my workflow and productivity. Uh, question four, what are some of the trends and opportunities that you see for the liberty movement in the near future? How can libertarians take advantage of them and overcome the challenges and threats that they face? Uh, so some trends and opportunities. I think across the board, we're seeing right now that more people are starting to question the traditional status quo, whether that's overtly saying, I don't like the red team, blue team dynamic, or they're saying something isn't working anymore. Or if it was working, I don't know if it is anymore, or if frankly, it wasn't working at all. And I'm just now aware of it. Right. And, and to that, the, the, the curiosity, but also the questioning that people are having right now because they're seeing real time systems and, uh, you know, structured environments break down before their eyes. And a lot of this really kind of hit the, uh, the, 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 you know, accelerator with COVID, right? COVID opened up 
everything. It showed everything behind the scenes of how corrupt, how dirty our, our you know systems currently are, and how really they'll do anything to to create a traditional narrative to push down our throats. So more people are saying, hold up, something's wrong. Whether it's the way public officials approach public health, whether it's the way our, our schools went through and trying to quote unquote educate our kids, um, talking about government arbitrarily shutting down people's businesses based on who was and was not considered essential. And then, of course, the the biggest one across the board, which is government trying to force people to get a jab in their arms in order to go to work to provide for their families. That was like the ultimate red flag. And a lot of folks woke up because of that. And fast forward to where we are today in 2023. That hasn't gone away. There is still that questioning. There's still the opportunity for us to reach those people who are saying, this doesn't make sense, and I am actively questioning our status quo. We talked about this last time, right? The status quo, that is who we're trying to upset. It's not a competition of a competitor. It's not you know a different feature or service from that competitor. It is not doing anything. It's sticking with where you are currently and just saying, yeah, this is good enough. There are more people right now who are in that window of change or at least trying to enter into that window of change. And it's for us to now go ahead and talk to them. Now, one of the biggest threats that we face in that environment is that there are also people beyond the liberty movement who see this as an opportunity as well. And they're going to go out of their way to try and recruit people towards their values, towards their solutions. And that can be scary as well because some of those people are going to be hyper left and they're going to be able to enter in with emotional appeals and get people who are currently questioning things to agree with them. We have to meet them in that playing field, in that battlefield, and just do better at it. And and frankly, if we're not entering into those conversations, if we can, you know, if we're arrogant enough to say our ideas are so good that we don't need to invest in going out and trying to sell our ideas to people, then we will lose and that will happen. So that is definitely going to be one of the biggest threats we we experience. And to overcome that, how do we do it? We sell liberty uh, by meeting people where they're at on the issues they care about. Uh, Final question for today. How do you cultivate a loyal and engaged audience for your podcast? How do you interact with your listeners and provide value to them? Great question, and I'm glad this is the last question because this actually goes right into what we've really done here at the show over the past couple of weeks, month or so, and really this has been behind the scenes for the past six months or so as we got ready to make this transition, is number one, I am a firm believer, again, in good people, bringing out the good in people. So starting uh, starting off here this past week, we started our Facebook group where if you want to join the Facebook group, become one of the, the members of that, that group who are good people trying to share what you're bringing to the table in a networking environment, but also to promote those ideas. That I think has been huge. $1.99 a month. I mean, goodness gracious, less than a cup of coffee from your favorite cafe. And that has been very important. I, I see in terms of establishing more of a community relationship, but also in terms of being consistent, right, on the episodes. I mean, last week was my first true week off of no shows at all in like, I don't know, three years, something like that. So, for me, it's been consistency, but also constantly bringing you guys value. I, I don't want it to be a situation where you are like, okay, this guest again, like I heard, I've heard this before. I want you to constantly be hearing new, new ways of doing things, different approaches that will be successful again, both in the world of politics, but also in the world of culture. How do we change people's minds beyond just the good ideas? 
and it goes through what we've been bringing from solutions to the different guests we have in the show, and frankly, being there to engage with the audience, whether it's, you know, on social media, uh, whether it's through, uh, you know, email, whatever it may be, constantly being there to have that dialogue, but also to build those relationships, going to different events, meeting you face-to-face, um, I'm all about that, so... Uh, that's what I've been doing for for you know the audience, and then going forward, you know what we're going to be doing also on the Patreon, a lot more long form content with our our uh, our guests we're having on the show behind the scenes, some you know sneak peeks, and also uh, giving you longer form episodes. So I hope you know as you guys go through, you're getting value from that as well. So again, email me Brian at BrianNicholsShow.com. Let me know, and let me ask you, what can I do better here at the show? What would you like to see the program do differently? How would you get more value from the program? I want to hear it. Email me, Brian at BrianNicholsShow.com or message me at B Nichols Liberty Twitter or Facebook. Uh, either one works, but uh, please just go ahead. Let me know. And if you're joining us here on the video version of the show, drop it down below in the comments, YouTube, Rumble, Odyssey, or Sovereign. I want to go ahead and hear your thoughts. So uh, with that being said, if you are watching us here on the video version of the show, please do me a favor. Hit that subscribe button and little notification bell so you don't miss a single time we go live, which speaks to, by the way, next week we are kicking things back off with our guests here on the program so make sure you uh, you hit that subscribe button so you're not missing a single time we go live but with that being said it's all i have for you thank you for returning to the audience here uh, this past week i know i've missed you guys but definitely was a a good reason for not having the show with the, the birth of my little girl here so otherwise thank you for just being the, the best darn audience we have here in the greater liberty movement and with that being said brian nichols signing off here on the brian nichols show we'll see you tomorrow thanks for listening to the brian nichols show Find more episodes at BrianNicholsShow.com. Enjoying the audio version of the show? Then you'll love our YouTube channel. Be sure to head over there and subscribe. And if you're new to The Brian Nichols Show, be sure to head to your favorite podcast catcher and click download all unplayed episodes so you don't miss one of our nearly 500 episodes that will be sure to leave you educated, enlightened, and informed. If you got value from today's episode, can you do me a favor and head to BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support and leave us a $5 donation? And by the way, have you given the show a five-star review yet? If not, head to Apple Podcasts and tell folks why you listen to the program and don't forget to tell your friends to subscribe too. Follow me on social media at B Nichols Liberty. And again, if you'd be so kind, please consider making a donation to the Brian Nichols Show at BrianNicholsShow.com forward slash support.